What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday, the last, one more time, the last day before the All-Star break. I am your host, James Grani, joined by Justin, not John and Pemba Fensterman, for the second straight game, two-time, two-time, two-time podcast uh, invitee. Fancy, what's going on, brother? I tried to give you like a great introduction, and I I stumbled through it. Um, but I hope it, it I hope it uh, lived up to the you know to the billing there. Yeah, for a second I thought I was I was hosting this podcast with uh, Tony two times. Going to get the papers, get the papers. <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't I don't know what that means. You've never seen Goodfellas. Um, I have, but like I yeah. I'm also I'm also not very great with movie quotes and like my brain is also completely fried so and I can't remember anything. So now I now I think I'm just hosting with John and Pemba here. Cuz he don't he doesn't know movies, music. So I can't get whoa, 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 whoa. Let's hold, the music thing, you know, I know. We we you know, we know we, we we know we have good taste in music. Um and also like He's very plain. Like I am, like the, like with everything, I am probably the step above that. Like I don't, I'm not Dan Malin with condiments, and I'm probably not even you. But I'm like, I'm definitely the tier above John when it comes to like. No, John and John and Pemba is our little vanilla bean culotta. That's so, just what he is. Truthfully, fancy, I think vanilla bean is the one, the one oh one of ice creams, and we don't, we're not going to get into it. We don't need to get into it. I agree with John there. Everything else, though, he is very plain, and and I'm, you know, I, I, I like a little more flavoring going on. But we're not here to talk about ice creams. We're not here to talk about uh, flavors, unless your flavor is a five-game slate to end our first half of the NBA season. Um, we actually have no totals, no spreads uh, at the time of this recording. So the game's on tap. We have Miami traveling to Charlotte. We have the Wizards on a back-to-back heading to Brooklyn, who are also on a back-to-back. And because it's in Brooklyn, there is no Kyrie Irving. We have Dallas heading to New Orleans. We have Philly traveling to Milwaukee. And Houston, on a back-to-back, takes on the Clippers in the late-night hammer. Bensie, ready to get into the slate, brother? I'm pumped, man. Let's do it. Starting us off at the point guard position, we have just one name. So we'll ex- over 10K. So we'll expand it down to the 9K range as well. We have Luka Doncic at 12-4, which is super expensive, but in a pretty good matchup against New Orleans. And we have LaMelo Ball, 9,400, coming off, you know, 46 fantasy points, and he was 9,100 against Minnesota. He now is 9,400 against the Heat. Uh, so, Fancy, I got to ask, like, how do we feel about the top of this point guard position? Do we like Luca and what formats? And do we like LaMelo and what formats? I'm starting to look down the list. I really just don't attack the Heat. The Heat just scare me. I yeah. know that they've been a little bit banged up, but they are at the top of the conference for a reason. They slow teams down defensively. And for a team like Charlotte, if they're going to find ways to get the ball out of LaMelo Ball's hand so he's not driving on them all day, they're going to find a way to do so. So when it comes to a player like LaMelo Ball, really focuses on that speed, needs that moment, needs that speed to help his momentum to lift that production. I don't know, man, if I want to pay for that going up against Miami. I just normally don't mess with Miami. Yeah, I think it'll be a contrarian play. I, I largely agree. I think Miami's defense is nasty. Um, 
So, you know, in tournaments, I think it's okay because I think you'll get him at lower rostership because of the Miami defense, but in I'm not going to play him in cash. Um, we have, I'm going to, we'll leave McCollum and Rozier for shooting guard. So the next point guard tier, we have Drew Holiday, Reggie Jackson, Kyle Lowry, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey. How do you like this? these guys between seven, six and six K Fensty. I feel like it might not be because you were talking about this last night and that was that you don't always want that five X. You really want to focus on that seven X Reggie Jackson has the matchup. That's great. But I don't know if Reggie Jackson has that seven X ceiling necessarily. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think that he could definitely go five, maybe six X in this matchup because Houston's defense absolutely sucks. And no Norman Powell as well. So that opens up shots, especially for the backcourt. Do you feel that Reggie Jackson can go 7X? Because I think that 5X, definitely I can have confidence in that. But that's not as exciting as we want. Yeah, I mean, I think it, you. I think the point that you brought up about Norman Powell definitely matters. Because no Norman Powell, I mean, it's back to Jackson and Marcus Morris, right? Those are essentially your... 1A, 1B scores here. Um, so I do think there's probably like 6X upside, um, but not much further. I mean, this is a, an advantageous matchup for Jackson and, and one we want to attack. Um, so I think he's in our player pool, but I largely agree. I don't think there's like massive amounts of upside. Um, I would probably go down to the next tier I know Tyrese Maxey hasn't looked great, he, but again, you know, last game we can kind of just throw out the window. They lost by 100, and he only played 30 minutes. I mean, everyone on Philly looked like crap. And then the game prior, you know, Cleveland's a good defensive team. This game in Milwaukee, like Milwaukee's good defensively, but this could be a shootout, um, a game that Philly could look to bounce back in. And this is the lowest price tag we've seen in a, lo- in a while on Maxey, so... I don't hate it, um, just considering there's still no James Harden, you know, available. So he's still going to play a, a, a prominent role. Other than that, like, uh, the rest of these guys are just all, they're all fine. Like, Brunson looked good, even with Dinwiddie, 37 fantasy points. So if you want to play him, he has a good matchup. Kyle Lowry has a good matchup, but he's just not exciting right now for DFS. He had the triple-double against the Pelicans, um, you know, kind of speaking to the Brunson and 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 uh, Luca route, but you know, 26 and 26 fantasy points. I guess the thing we, the elephant in the room for Miami Fensty is Hero is out, Jimmy Butler is questionable, Caleb Martin is questionable. So if there's no Butler, then it would, I think, then we would be talking more about Lowry. And I think Lowry, because then they'd be missing Lowry and they'd be missing Tyler Hero. I think. I think Lowry would become a, a really popular play in that regard um, and, and, and a pretty good price as well. I also want to say this very quickly. First of all, I acknowledge that. And if those guys are out, then yes, definitely opens up more shots for him. But I want to go back to Tyrese Maxey because okay. you mentioned Milwaukee being a good team defensively. Where you can attack them, though, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is not a good defender. And identifying that, Tyrese Maxey, is right now auditioning at this point for his role in the offense. I don't know how they're going to utilize in Philly both Maxi and James Harden when James right. Harden is ready to go. Is James Harden 
going to run the point, and then they're going to shift others like Danny Green or something down the lineup a little bit. Are they going to do that? Are they going to let Maxi be more the off guard, or are they going to let Maxi run the show? At this point, this game is a big audition, and I'll say this as well. The last time that he suited up against Milwaukee, 31 points for Maxi. It's a good point. It's a great point. Um, man, Drew Holiday was a very good defender. Something uh, happened, man. You could just attack him. I don't want to say he's like Trey Young, but next level down when attacking teams with Milwaukee, obviously Giannis with the wingspan, always hard to attack. You could still get after him a little bit, but really at the end of the day, it's Drew Holiday. That's the leak in this team defensively. Sheesh, Trey Young comps on the defensive no, side. Not saying, yeah, I'm not is. saying he's exactly like Trey Young. Trey Young is a bad defender. <laughs> he just is a, a bad, bad defender. defender. Drew Holiday is next level down, but still very, very, and this is not even a word, attackable. <laughs> not even a word. I like it, regardless if it's a word or not. Um, let's shift our attention to the value tier. Um, I guess if, uh, before we go on, Kevin Porter not available for this evening's game. Could he be available for the Clippers game? That remains to be seen. Did you see who is starting in his place this evening, Fensty? I did not. Is it Jalen Green? He is a German point guard uh, that turned down a massive deal from the Lakers at one point uh, to bet on himself. Ah, Dennis Schroeder. It would be Dennis Schroeder. Yes. So, we'll see how that plays out on the second leg of a back-to-back. If Kevin Porter doesn't play, uh, I think Dennis Schroeder and Jalen Green become the instant value because I'm looking at the rest of the position. There's Raul Nato, who I think is fine, right? He's going to start. He's going to play his 28 minutes. Fine. Ish Smith is going to play his 20 minutes, you know, might get us 20 fantasy points. Fine. Shake Milton isn't going to play unless it's a blowout, which, you know, who knows what Philly team shows up against Milwaukee. Other than that, I don't like the position. So I think depending on the Kevin Porter status is where our value is really going to come from. Yeah, when it comes to anything cash related, I don't think I'm going on DraftKings lower than a 6,300, if that. Yeah, um, probably. I, I guess I guess it depends. It depends on the... If Schroeder is starting at $4,400 without Kevin Porter, I would probably probably use him in cash. I guess it's dependent on his, like, what he does on Wednesday, right? I mean, we, you know, the game hasn't tipped yet, so um, we'll find out there. Um, so let's shift over to shooting guard where everyone's out. Uh, Harden, Irving... <laughs> Paul George. So where we're going to start is in the 8K tier, and I'll include the 7K guys too. Um, McCollum, Rozier, Middleton, Ingram. Two guys from the same team. Um, one in a tough matchup against Miami. And, you know, one guy in Chris Middleton, probably a little too expensive. But how do you how do you assess this tier right here at the, at the top of the shooting guard position? I mean, again, the Miami, I don't like the Miami situation. So Rozier, I'm probably cooled off on. I'm intrigued by the, for, I mean, because here's the deal with Dallas 
Luca is a good defender. The Dallas guards have been able to defend, but now it's a different. They have been so good defensively, by the way. Just it's weird, man. It's weird. You don't unless like we obviously are doing content, so we're diving into the DVP and everything like that. You really wouldn't expect it from this Dallas team, but Luca is a damn good defender, man. He's just a. I mean, I there's nothing bad now that he's making shots. He's really he's really just. You know the perfect player. Yeah, like like it was like once Porzingis went down with the ankle injury, mm-hmm. all of a sudden things, it's, everything started to jettison for him. Pretty pretty much, which is weird, and probably why, and that's exactly why Porzingis was, you know, for lack of a better term, expendable. Um, right. You know, unfortunately for him, into a weird situation there. But yeah, I mean. I don't know who I like in this tier. I guess Ingram. I'll tell you who I don't mind. I don't mind Chris Middleton. Again, not a guy I love, but I like. I don't mind that matchup with Philly that he has. I also don't mind Seth Curry as well. If you look down a little bit at fifty five hundred, okay. sure, sure. So it's another one. Yeah, I think I think that's a great call. I think this tier below, like I I like I like what McCollum has. I like how McCollum has played. In New Orleans, he's played angry, right? He really wants to make the playoffs and and do well um, for New Orleans. And Ingram has kind of taken a backseat to that, unfortunately. So I don't. And Middleton's fine for me. Uh, I think he's a little too expensive, but I do think this next tier is where we go. The Nets are getting housed uh, currently, but they don't have people to play. Like they're in Brooklyn, which means again, no Kyrie Irving. Steph Curry is gonna start. He's gonna play thirty plus minutes regardless of the outcome of Wednesday's game. Um, Kelly Oubre for tournaments is what he is at this point. He's, you know, could potentially hit 10 threes in a game. He could potentially go 0 for 5 and never play again, right? So we just, you know, that's the Kelly Oubre experience in a nutshell. Um, What do we do? Because I like Terrence Mann, the player. I was looking at him, too. Man, like he was so good for like a six, five to six game stretch. And then, you know, you like the minutes against Phoenix. 32 minutes is great. You yeah, like the I defensive like numbers. That's just another team that I don't like to attack. Agreed. So, okay. So let me ask you is now part of the, part of the Terrence Mann thing was the price as well as it was the price and it was the minutes attached to it. Right. So now we have the minutes, and the production was great until the Phoenix game, but now the price is over 5K. Is it? Does that worry you a little bit? Or are you still okay going there because now he has the literally the best matchup on the board? They are, they being Houston, is the worst rated defense in the NBA. Bro, we're talking a five game slate, man. We, right. we got to be able to lower our, you know, as wants and desires when it comes to. The Houston Rockets, they absolutely suck all ways around defensively. You can attack them every which way possible. And look, I'm not saying that Terrence Mann is going to be a must start. And I'm not saying for, but please, when you're looking in your GPPs, this this is someone that immediately comes to mind at 5,100. Again, okay. if, he's, if he's playing over 30 minutes, I'm totally fine with it. And also, let's not forget, We've been seeing him lately more often than not take double-digit shots, and I like that as well. Very encouraging. 
Okay. Um, I can get behind it. I just wanted to get your take more on because it's more of a price point thing for me. It's not the player. It's not the matchup. It's we haven't seen. We've liked it under where it's been, and now it's like kind of like a shock. Like, okay, we need. 26 I think Terrence points. Man on DraftKings can get thirty to thirty-three points. I okay. think that's what you're looking at. That's a good return. Um, that's a good return. Someone else who I think can get us there, Patty Mills in tournaments. I think you're going to see an awfully high-owned Seth Curry, Patty Mills. The tournament pivot off of that um, Seth Curry play. Um, Grayson Allen listed questionable or doubtful rather. Um, so I expect this to be a Wesley Matthews game. He's listed probable. They also uh, recently signed, and recently being uh, Wednesday, they signed DeAndre Bembry to a contract. So maybe Bembry, who I don't even know if it's going to be on this slate. Let's see. Bembry's still in Brooklyn. So don't play DeAndre Bembry. But, uh, you know, worth noting, uh, Grayson Allen injured. Anyone else here at Shooting Guard Fancy? I mean, we have the Washington trio. We actually have... Four Washington guys under 5K. We already mentioned NATO, so we'll leave him out. But Denny Avija, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Corey Kispert. Any interest in those guys? I mean, they're literally all playing 30 minutes right now uh, just because that's where Washington is, and Porzingis already officially ruled out. Yeah, I mean, look, where I'm looking right now is first Washington with Denny. That's someone who'd be off the bench. He's still going to be able to produce. We're already seeing him fill up the stat sheet a little bit tonight. And that's coming off the bench in 14 minutes. I'm seeing that he has, what, five and five and two. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's getting the boards. He's going to play more already at 14 minutes off the bench, playing more than at least one of the starters. So I'm fine with going after him for value. Okay. Um, I like to – I had him in my playbook – on Wednesday evening, um, you know, if the offense comes along with everything else, I think Denny could be a good play. I, I like him probably more on FanDuel and Yahoo, where you get the three points per steal and block, right? Because we know Denny, that's where he makes his, that's where he's going to make his money in the NBA. Um, right. He's going to make his money in the NBA and on the defensive end and on the glass. And if the scoring comes around, then, I mean, he could be a pretty good player and stick around for a long time. And you know what? Double-digit actual points in three straight games. So uh, good on him. What about, Duncan, what about Eric Gordon as a dart if Kevin Porter Jr. sits? I I would say I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm also a little skeptical he plays on a back-to-back. Maybe I'm just making that up, and maybe he does play. But go through the logs. Right, he has right not now, played Rob. a back-to-back. His last back-to-back was December twenty-seventh and twenty-eighth. Right, the the Rockets are, and you know we, I mean, we we see this every year. The Rockets are at that point where, what like what is the purpose of playing Eric Gordon on a back-to-back? Right, like I know you have him and whatever. I was going to say, what's the purpose of playing Eric Gordon, period? Yeah, you could just stop it right there. Perfect. That's fine. Let's stop it right there. Like, what is the purpose of playing Eric Gordon? Um, I don't know if there is one. So, like, why run him out on the back-to-back? And, again, he could just – he could play on the back-to-back, maybe. Um, But if he doesn't, like, Josh Christopher, I think, is a punt. Jalen – just makes Jalen Green more appealing. But, um, yeah, obviously watch out for the Eric Gordon news uh, with the back-to-back coming. But other than that – you know, RIP or mere coffee season, that seems to be, you know, come, that that came and went. 
Uh, maybe Luke Kennard played 24 minutes in the Phoenix game off the bench, 24 fantasy points, only 3,200. So I could probably get behind Kennard. And I guess it depends on what happens with Miami. Like if all these guys sit. Uh, what if, what if Reggie Bullock sits? That's a lot uh, of shots to go around. Does, yeah, does, that, we'll get to, does that mean we lean more towards Brunson? Um, yeah, I think I think that matters for Brunson. And I think it also matters for a guy we'll get to. Um, in the next couple of positions as well. Ooh, what a tease. So, speaking of small forward, um, Kyle Kuzma, 9K, just, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe because it's a small slate, but I, I don't feel like the, the urge to play Kyle Kuzma at 9K. I don't know if you have a different take there. That it's one of those things, kind of like the way you described it last night with DeMar DeRozan. You're going to need a perfect game. Yep. He's going to have to score at least what seems to be, what, 23, 25 actual points? Probably 23 to, yeah, probably around there. Um, I, don't just, I just don't, it, it's probably more, unless we get like triple-double Kuzma, which is, you know, happening this evening. Um, but I just don't, I don't like it. Um, tournaments only for me. The next tier, Jimmy Butler, questionable if he plays. It's a good spot against Charlotte. Can definitely go there. Um, I'm cool then, with Chris. I'm cool with Chris Middleton tomorrow. I'm fine with him. I'm, I'm fine with him. Probably there's a couple more shots to go around with Grayson Allen. They need this the floor to be spread without him. Um, so maybe Middleton will be that guy. You know, I like Bridges. Bridges coming off a monster game. He's averaging 40 fantasy points. Over his last six, I think he's more of a tournament play. I think there's a, a low ceiling there. Um, and then we get to like this mid to value tier. Like Marcus Morris, I think is a pretty good play against the Rockets. Considering, you know, he has 20 plus in three or four games. And it's the Rockets. And it's the and it's the Rockets mainly is. Yeah, mainly the reason. And it's the Rockets. Um after that, it falls I, off. I thought from your tease just before, I thought you're you're going to try to sell me on a little DFS, not necessarily daily fantasy, because we know you've sold me on that, but a little Dorian Finney-Smith. <sighs> no, I was actually gonna I was actually gonna go a little further down and talk about Josh Green, who did only play 20 minutes, and I get that. Um, but if there's no Bullock, you know they could choose to go Green. Um, save the environment a little bit <laughs> and uh, play him a little. I mean, they took him in the first round last year. He started 20 minutes, 18 fantasy points. He's 3,400. I really don't hate the the play, like, as a dart. It's just a dart, you know, see what sticks. Um, so you're saying Smith, Josh Green is environmental friendly. Uh, one would hope with the last name that he has, you know, um, you could just play all the greens tomorrow. Jalen, Josh, um, Javante's not on the slate, but if he was, you could play him. Um, but yeah, I think like, that's fine. Bruce Brown, fine. He started again tonight. That's fine. So yeah, I don't love the values here. If you have someone else, let me know, but I'm ready to move on. to. Powerful. You know what? I would have had someone, but he just kind of put up a stinker. And that was, you know, Garrison Matthews had been having a nice return for a few games, but he just put up that stinker on Valentine's Day, which also stinks. Well, I'll say this. Recency bias can giveth, recency bias can taketh away. 
And what I mean by that is you've been ta- we've been talking matchups all evening. And Utah is by no stretch a easy matchup at home um, for the worst team in the NBA. The Clippers are not that team. The Clippers are not a very great team. They try very hard. Teron Lewis doing a great job with that team for what they are. You know, and if they have pieces out, Fancy, I mean, Garrison Matthews is going to play 30 minutes. If there's no Kevin Porter and if there's no Christian Wood again, like Garrison Matthews is going to find his way and stumble his way into 30 minutes, especially if Eric Gordon is ruled out. And I talk about recency bias. If nobody... If everyone's looking at the Utah game as a reason why they're not going to play Garrison Matthews, then I'm interested because it's not a great Clippers team, and we know he can get hot from the floor. I mean, two of the last four games, he scored 18 actual. Three of those four, he scored 23 or more fantasy points. So I think it is a good time to to get back on the Garrison Matthews bandwagon. I think that's a good call. I mean, he's cheap. That's what we like, 4,200 on DraftKings. Let's move on to power forward where Giannis and Tenacumpo lies coming off you know and i just want to get this off my chest fancy okay i'm just gonna say it i'm gonna say it because other people are scared to say it the best player in the national basketball association is Giannis and tenacupa i said it i said it i don't know why people better than Jokic. i don't know what um i think Yes. Right now, I think that there are, I think right now the three best players, and I'll say four, including Luka, I think it's Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, and it's Luka. And I think that LeBron, I mean, I'm right now, I don't think LeBron is playing at their level right now and making as much impact right now as these other four guys. And, I, and I've, I understand the greatness of LeBron. 100% understand that he is a top two player of all time, and I'm ready to put him there. Ah, okay. Ah, D- top, okay. D- different, yo, different discussion yo, for a different day. Let's not go that far. Different discussion for a different day. Oh, my but God. But Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now, and people, are, and people are afraid to say it. Is it because he doesn't make threes? Well, hey, guess what? He's making them right now. 50, 55%. He gives a damn. He, he is, dominates the post. Okay, but hold on. Right. So why are we – so what is holding us back from saying that he's the best player in the NBA right now? I'm not arguing against you. Okay, okay. Then, then – I'm shocked that so many people seem to be from based off what you're saying. There, I think the I think there's a lot of people that are 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 not ready and don't think that – I don't think they realize that we're watching our version of your era Shaq. I mean, it's not like he won a championship or anything in the last year. Is that is that a good comparison? He's my like I I am probably in the middle of it because like I grew up watching Shaq and I'm obviously gr- like still in my late twenties watching Giannis. He is this era's Shaq. With Man, like, it's 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 him, Jokic or Embiid that embody that when it comes to overall dominance. It's just like Giannis can run the floor great too, but so can Jokic. Yeah, Jokic is good. Um, anyways, leads me to say <laughs> all that leads me to say if you want to play 12-1 Giannis, 
play 12-1 Giannis because he's the best player in the NBA right now. I was going to say, do you really want to attack Embiid? And I don't know if the, one of the last times they played he was in, but I know that he kicked Philly's ass. And Actually, I don't think Embiid was in in that game when he kicked Philly's ass. Uh, I will tell you right now. Um, I don't think he Embiid was in. Embiid did not play. Nope. Boom. Did not play. Um, 31 and 16 for Giannis. Uh, look, I say this. This is this is something that I like to say, and I, I want people to, to hear, too. When you have a star, sometimes it doesn't matter who's on the other side of the floor, right? Because they're just going to be what they're going to be. And I think if you... If there are people out there thinking that Giannis is it, it not as good of a play because it's Embiid, you may get him at lower ownership. And any time you can get Giannis in low ownership on a small slate, I mean, I'm playing 100% Giannis. Well, there's also another problem we face. What is that? Power forward, for the most part, is garbage. Yeah, I mean, all these guys we've talked about, we're not paying, we're probably not going to play 7 1 Toby. He's been bad. Um, I mean, at this point, it's like, okay, 6-2 Marcus Morris. Yep, it's it's 6-2 Marcus Morris. Um, like, if I don't go with Giannis in the starting five, if I upfront too much when it comes to the top price players, I try to balance it out on the back end. If I don't go and start Giannis tomorrow, Marcus Morris is right now the leader in the clubhouse to be my power forward. Yeah, I mean it's Morris. Um, it'll be interesting to see if my if Charlotte runs their bigger lineup again. They started PJ Washington alongside Plum Dog and Bridges, um, so we'll see how their lineup shakes out. You know, I, my boy Sengun started tonight, Fensty. Um, so <laughs> if Christian Wood is out again, I mean this guy is a fancy point per minute freak. So 4500 for Alperen Sengun would be a, a price point I would look to go to. Um, and then probably Nick Batum, who's been super good sp- spacing the floor while also attacking the glass. I, I think Batum and Sengun are probably two of the better values at power forward. You're, you're like the Chuma Okeke and Sengun whisperer. You invented them. That I appreciate the uh, the praise. Um, <laughs> I wish Chuma was doing it tonight. We we praised all his defense, and he has zero steals. So shout out Chuma. <laughs> shout out shout out Chuma for really bringing it home, buddy. We're um, so smart. So smart. Um. So yeah, I think those are the those are the value plays. You know, Maxi Kleba back in the rotation out of the clouds. Thirty five minutes. Five blocks, 19 points, six rebounds. Like, I think you can go there. Um, James Johnson started tonight. I, I don't know if he's before, too. Yeah, he started. Like, KJ Martin is probably in play as well. He's been playing a bunch of minutes. And if there's no Christian Wood, KJ Martin could, could you know, be poised to play some minutes. Christian um, Wood's dealing with, like, the stomach flu. Him and Kevin Porter, yeah, him and Kevin Porter both are. are and if out. they blame Chipotle, I'm never going to start them in a starting five again. That's I have nothing else to say because I I couldn't agree more. Um, the only thing I have to say is let's move on to center. Yes. Um, because Chipotle is my life. Um, so Joel Embiid, eleven eight. Obviously a clunker last game. Everybody knows was having a really good game outside of the James Harden four step step back that he tried um you know 19 9 and 6 in 26 minutes well on his way to a triple double 
I don't. This playmaking Embiid is scary good. So I have no problem going to Embiid at eleven eight. You think that Philly was the Boston game a sign of things to come, or you think that Boston is just that locked in that they just completely suffocated? The Sixers. I mean, I want to say that they were completely locked in, but they're also losing to the Pistons. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't actually. I don't. I don't have the answer. Sway. Like Milwaukee's going to destroy Philly, and we're going to have this problem with them beat again. I mean, I'm. They've been so good. They have been so good. It, it doesn't. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to not play Embiid because a one game scenario that you're playing out right like philly is literally where are they in the standings i mean they're one of the top what what are they right now in the east they are fifth so i'm not gonna not play them they're one game behind milwaukee you know in the eastern conference standings so um i'm perfectly fine with Embiid. i don't think i don't think it would be right to predict a blowout personally um so that's how I'm personally approaching the situation. Understood. Rest I was just center. bringing. I was just bringing it up as like a question. No, like, I, no, I think it's. I, I listen. I, I think it's a fair point, but I every good team puts up clunkers every once in a while, you know, just for one reason or another, shots aren't right. falling, and just kind of is what it is on that night, right? Like they just don't make shots, and uh, unfortunately, in this game. You know, it stinks because you may have money involved and, and props and DFS and whatever. And, you know, you move, and that's why they call it daily fantasy, right, Fancy? Because we have a, a goldfish memory and we move on to the next day. Um, yeah, like Bam Adebayo who's been hitting right. value and dealing with a banged-up team. Yeah, and that you bring up, that's exactly the, the, the perfect segue into why Bam is such a good play. I mean, if there's no Butler, like... You know, who's who's to say Bam won't flirt with a triple-double here? Bam had on the 5th, 20 and 12 against Charlotte. Yeah, who's the worst defensive team against centers? Um, they're also, this year, against Charlotte Fenstein. You talk about 20 and 12, okay? He is averaging against Charlotte in two meetings this year. 23, 15 and a half. Uh, and 54 fantasy points per game against Charlotte in two meetings. So seems um, seems like a pretty easy decision, unless <laughs> there's another there's another guy, there's another guy. Does he bang a drum? Ooh, he's a musician. I yes. mean, that guy, by the way, that guy being Andre Drummond, is having a monster evening, which. You know what? Like, it was a year ago, prior to the Lakers trade and prior to him sitting out, where Andre Drummond was a 20 and 15. He was a 15 and 15 guy. We were paying 8K for his services in in Detroit. I mean, dude, if he's going to keep starting, Andre Drummond might be the best value on the slate. If the you're best. telling me if you're telling me that Andre Drummond is going to get 27 minutes, I'm all in on him. What if if I mean if Drummond, he's currently we're we're a minute. Let's just we'll just you know predict this. He's at 16 minutes 
one minute into the third third quarter on Wednesday, right? That is a well on his way to 30. And obviously it's it's it gets a little weird with Steve Nash rotations because Steve Nash is awful with everything to do with coaching, um, but especially his rotations. If Andre Drummond is playing 30 minutes, he is by far, uh, I mean, how is he not like our favorite play of the slate? He is a volume rebounder. He just grabs rebounds so quickly, and that gives us a very safe floor and a big body that's hard to box out. I I don't know what else to say because he's just going to dominate at 6K. Um, Why preview any other centers? We got Bam and we got Drummond against the freaking Wizards. Right. Please, that's a steal. Um, I mean, the other centers that you could play are Plum Dog, who is coming off his best game of the year, 14, 9, and 17. Hilarious to see him and um, Montrez Harrell share the floor together. But alas, they did. And Harrell also played 34 minutes. So, like, you could play both those guys. You're going to have Bam out of bio defense on the other side. But, you know, you can. And then there's probably Avica Zubak, <laughs> 4,700, coming off 31 minutes. But another guy extremely difficult to predict the minutes. It is it is a very difficult thing to figure out when he's going to play a lot of minutes and when he's not. No cash for Zubox, but I'm very comfortable at this price point for the GPP side. Yeah, it's it is a good price. Like I think 4700 is a, is a comfortable price again, tag. It's, again, it's Houston and right now it's looking there there's probably at least a 50% chance that Christian Wood does not play. Right, and that's obviously huge because then it's, you know, Sangoon who's foul-happy. It's um, Kenyon Martin who is athletic but way undersized. Like, Zubak would have no problem uh, bodying him in the on the low block. So um, I don't necessarily think there's anyone else. I guess, why did Jackson Hayes play 29 minutes? Was it a... Was it a blowout? Why did he play 29 minutes? Do we know? When? Jackson Hayes played 29 minutes the other night um, against Memphis. I mean, I guess that was... It was a pretty competitive game. I'm just thinking, like, Jackson Hayes 4,600 would be in play for me if I can guarantee he plays 29 minutes. I just, I can't guarantee it. So, tournaments only. I go with Zubox before him. Yeah, probably. I I agree there. Um, Dude, anyone else? If, if, now, if Wood doesn't play, I mean, I guess also Sengun is also absolutely eligible. Play. Yeah, yeah, center eligible. Yeah, him and him and him and Kenny Martin both center eligible. So there you go. Um, you can use them both. Um, I think that wraps it up. Uh, you know, Freedom is free, so he's not going to play. Um. He can't play. He's not on that team. Um, I guess, you know, maybe a dart at your seven if he's going to get 15 minutes. Deadman already rolled out. So, uh, yeah, that's our just, guy right there. Just got to give just got to give a shout out to our boy, your seven, who should be playing more than he is. He did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong, except uh, just happened to be playing behind Bam Hanabayo, unfortunately for him. Um, 
Fancy, anything else before we get out of here, brother? Nah, man, just that, hey, when it comes down to the All-Star game, Ryan Kirksey is going to be writing a playbook for the NBA All-Star game on Sunday so we can all have a bunch of fun with that. It's almost like that's the only way I can have fun with the All-Star game is by having some kind of competition in it. I'm more of a Saturday night festivity guy, Grande. Yeah, me too. I I wish there was um, the bigger names, you know, partaking in the – I think all of us – are in agreement there in the dunk contest, but you know, it is what it is. I still think we're going to have fun. I still think there's going to be um, a lot of fun dunks, right? Um, shout out. I think uh, if I was going to make a prediction, oh, shout out Obi Toppin from Austin, New York, about 10 minutes from where I grew up. Um, so I definitely I I be, forgot you're a New Yorker. I'm going to definitely be rooting for Obi uh, there. Um, so yeah, I think Saturday. I'm I'm also a Saturday night guy. Uh, I like it better than uh, the the All Star game. But shout out to Kirksey. I, I'm excited for his playbook. Maybe I'll I'm gonna you know throw a couple dollars in the the DFS direction uh, there, Fenty, and and don't draft James Harden because he's not playing in the game and he was the last pick. Um, <laughs> but uh, that'll do it here. Again, follow us on socials at Fenty Sports at the underscore real underscore Grande. If you want to follow our you know all of our uh, Content at Fantasy Alarm, at Fantasy Alarm, at DFS Alarm, at Fantasy Alarm NBA. Um, and you can catch us all over the pages, Fancy, all over the starting fives, all over the seasonal content. You can catch me doing all the DFS and whatever else. Um, but once again, big shout out to Justin for joining me. And uh, everyone, the last pod before the break, let's have a nice mental reset. Come back fresh in the second half and win some frickin' cash. Peace.